It is October 1st, and I know the fall was like last week or something like that, but I, October puts me in the best fall mood. It is the season of apple and pumpkin recipes. Even though it's 98 degrees out? Yeah, I think I'm just going to start turning the air conditioning down to like 62 and put a sweatshirt on in the house and then start cooking apple stuff. Uh, We can't afford that because we've spent hundreds of dollars a month just keeping the air conditioning at 72. That's true. For this (laughs) 90 plus degree summer. That is true. Well, I guess I'll have to wait a little bit, but I'm not going to wait for my fall cooking because I love fall cooking. It's my favorite. Callie sent me to the store yesterday for apples so that she could bake something fallish. Mm-hmm. I did. It's so good. Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Today is the day we are starting our October resolutions, October resolutions, whatever we decided to call it. I don't know. It has no official name, but we decided, well, actually Jeff decided that starting a, um, starting your resolutions in January is dumb because it just sets you up to fail. So why would you do that? That is so loud. Do you realize what you just did? No. What? How have we agreed to start every show? Oh. <laughs> Whoops, today I messed up. And I've messed it up every day since we've started it. And I said yesterday, <laughs> we're not going to edit it anymore. Every foolish mistake I made is going to stick in there. And guess who made a foolish mistake? Okay, let's start over. Let's start over. Okay. All right, re- reset. Reset. Okay. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that I'm not the only one who messes up. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for apples. Do you think we should talk about resolutions first? Does that seem yeah, like a sure. good idea? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about resolutions. Okay, so if you hadn't heard yet, <laughs> Jeff decided that January uh, resolutions are dumb because it sets you up to fail and everyone's doing it or whatever. So he thinks that we should all join together and get ahead of resolutions now in October. So by the time January comes, we're like, oh, yeah. Resolutions, already crushed those, done, check, check, check. I can't wait till we add a video component to this podcast, by the way, because Callie literally jumped when I played the buzzer. That's because it was so loud. Like the mix (laughs) in the board was like, yeah, I'm like, Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right, so uh, the idea is that we start our resolutions early and fly into 2020 already accomplished humans, but we still have to play some New Year's music. It sounds like we're going to be surfing in our new it year. It does. That's like a, that's like a <laughs> California all the anxiety. All right. So my, um, my resolutions, are we reading them now? Yeah. Okay. My resolutions are one, to work out five times a week, two, find a healthy balance with food, 
Three, get back on schedule with the blog. And four, save a percentage of each paycheck. Like we already kind of have a system in place for my normal job, but for, <laughs> we, we had a system in place when we both had paychecks, we did. but the percentage of each paycheck thing, Jeff and I, since we're starting a business, um, and we're going to be having checks coming in. Um, my goal for us is to save a percentage of each paycheck. I started by the way, reading the book that you recommended. You yes. And I will tell you, um, I did it as an audio book. I did it on audible and uh-huh. I, and I listened when I went on my walk this morning and he does the author is the guy who reads the mm-hmm. book and he does such a good job. Like I am so bummed that I only got through the introduction and half of the first chapter because it's, he, he comes across almost as like a motivational speaker mm-hmm. and you're not just going to be saving money and, and, and doing profit first with your business. You're actually going to be saving entrepreneurship and you are going to change the world. And I'm like, let's do this, Mark or Mike or whatever your name is. Um, The book is called Profit First. And we've talked about it for a couple seconds. Last time we were talking about resolutions. My friend Lisa is an entrepreneur and she said, oh my gosh, you have got to read Profit First. It's a great way for entrepreneurs to get a a new way of thinking on their finances. And one of Jeff's resolutions was to read, was it every day? I wanted to start my day reading something, something every morning. Um, because right now I wake up and I mindlessly spend 20 minutes on, on Instagram. Oh my gosh. It's such a rabbit hole. Right. And then such you, a rabbit hole. And I mean, yeah. So I wanted to just nourish my mind rather than just waste that time. So, so what else is on your list? Thing. Uh, so, um, well, I feel like you were explaining what profit first was and then Oh, no, you explained it. I was just saying what the book was because you explained it really well. Oh, got it. Okay. I was just saying, and by the way, the name of the book is Profit First, if it's something that you're interested in reading. Um, we're so, all obviously only in the first chapter, so we can't offer you that much advice, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I want to start with reading every day. Um, I might change that a little bit because I just read something on Facebook. Um, a, a friend of mine is committing to no screen time 45 minutes before bed and 45 minutes after she wakes up. I think that's probably a good, totally a good thing. And you can do that because you live that kind of hashtag kind of unemployed life. I mean, me, when my day starts, like it starts and I'm an assistant and I have to check my email and well, you work in news. You like, you can't avoid your job. What happened? Right. Right. (laughs) Uh, So I might adjust mine and, 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 use like adjust it and do that in the morning at night and then use one of those periods of time for reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to go out and um, move for two and a half hours a week, like go for a walk, go for a hike. Last week go, you did it, right? Yeah, I did. Go Good for job. ride a bike, whatever. But uh, I want to sweat from not just from this crazy heat, but from actual physical activity. Like I want to sweat twice a week. And I also want to be better about socializing with like, business folks, like networking type, like Got I it. engage with business mm-hmm. folks. So those are mine. Um, I'm also going to change my, uh, what's it called that I wrote on my mirror? Your affirmation. Yes, because I have on my mirror, 
a, a caption, a version of a caption that Kevin Hart used on one of his pictures a few months ago, basically saying, this is going to be the greatest year of my life. Obviously, this is before he got in his car wreck. But he he was willing the greatest year of his life to mm -hmm. happen by saying almost like the world's not ready for how awesome my life is going to be. And it's just too long. Yeah. So yours is super short. What's yours? Mine is super short. Mine is um, I am confident in what I create because I've been feeling insecure about, I mean, we're creating at this point on a scale that I've never been creative before. Um, so I've been getting really, we're just putting mass amounts of com content into the world and I am getting really insecure about it. So I have been saying in the mirror to myself every single day, I am confident in what I create. You are um, really getting insecure about it? Yeah, because, well, this is like your thing, right? Like the podcast, like that's Jeff's like one thing. Like I have the podcast and I have the blog and I am trying to get back on my Instagram story game again. And um, I just feel like kind of naked on the front lawn. So I want to be a little more confident but about you, what like, I put into the world. But you've always... Like you've the blog and the, like, they're not new. They're not new, but the podcast is new. And I'm talking so much on here that it's oh. making me insecure about, you know, I'm like, am I talking too much? Am I Got putting, it. yeah, I'm just a little insecure. So I'm working on that. Um, I'm going to change my affirmation. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I, I love this one and feel free to steal it. Cause I stole it <laughs> from my friend Kelly. I had breakfast with her earlier this week or mm -hmm. last week. And we were just talking, I think we were talking about manifesting things and affirmations right. and stuff. And she gave me this little mantra and mm -hmm. I'm like, that is great. Are you ready? Yeah. Everything is always working out for me. Ooh, I like that one. That's a really good one. And here are all the levels that it operates on. Everything is always working out for me means that the best possible outcome will present itself. Yes. So no matter what situation is in front of you, if it's bad, if it's good, if it's whatever, uh, in the end, it is going to benefit you. I like, did a pocket podcast and actually, I don't even know if Jeff listens to my pocket podcast. I edit them. And I know, them but I didn't know you listen. If you listen, like, cause of you're, course you're, I do. you're like, Hey, did you do it in one take? I'm like, yep. Crap, crap. Um, but I did this um, pocket podcast a little bit ago about even when bad things happen or even when things that are not going according to our plan happen or whatever, I have kind of been working on switching my frame of mind to be like, okay, that's not a setback. That is a stepping stone to get me to where I'm going. Yes. And that's, uh, yes. And that, and that's the thing, like it applies so much for, uh, for, for me and for this podcast right now, because like I got fired in May. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you could sit on that. I could have sat on that and been like, well, that's the end of it. You know what I mean? There's, that's how 25 years in broadcasting is going to end. Blah. Like, yeah. and just been whatever. But if you truly believe that everything is working out for you, then that dismissal is merely a springboard into whatever's next. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that it helps with, the other layer that's important is if you've got that imposter syndrome thing going on where you don't think that you deserve the success that you are 
having. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't feel entitled to comfort and stability and things working out for you, that's a reminder that it's supposed to be that way. Is that really what imposter syndrome means? Imposter syndrome is where you feel, once you reach a level of success, mm-hmm. you feel like a fraud where uh, you are Okay, because you just got lucky. Got it. It's ideal. I am coming to terms with dealing with it as much as I do. Like, was it yesterday's episode that we talked about responding to that radio consultant and me always feeling beneath him. Yes. Like at some point you have to acknowledge that you are an equal, no matter what your trade is. So bad about that. Yes. You are an equal to everybody who's around you Mm -hmm. and you're not just lucky or fortunate or chronically the intern don't belong there or whatever. You have to realize that you're the, you're the man, you're the woman, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, and I said intern, by the way, cause I forever until like maybe a couple months ago have just always thought of myself as an intern. Yes. Like it's really weird. I'm like, Oh, I'm 33. Like when did that happen? So wait, I haven't been an intern in 10 years. Well, you're 33 and you have a salary and you have responsibilities and you have and all. And I think there are so many people who work their tail off and then get a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. But feel like they're the ones who don't belong there. Yes. And and if you can remind yourself every morning that everything is always working out for me, maybe it'll start to reverse that psychology Mm -hmm. and make you realize that you do belong where you are. And so- So it helps me on those two levels because I struggle with that. And uh, I always want to be reminded that everything's a stepping stone to what's next. Love it. I love it. Love it. That's my new mantra. Um, So we shared a story a couple episodes ago about this woman who rescued a deer, a baby deer from one of those like fences that they use at parades and stuff like that. Like the little metal police, like the barrier. It's a barrier. To me, it looks like a bike rack. Yeah. Where you put your bike and, and lock it up. So we shared that and Jeff was saying that he was disappointed because someone was like, oh, well, she set that up or something like that. Like there were people that were. Why would it go? Why would she set her camera up before she saved an animal? Here's the, it was a, the baby deer was stuck in the fence. Mm -hmm. And what was so amazing about it is the deer got stuck twice. Mm Mm-hmm. And this video is all over the place. If you haven't seen it yet, this is what it sounded like after she released the deer the first time out of the fence and she's climbing back over the fence and then, and watches the deer get stuck again in another part of the same fence. So ain't nobody gonna help me. I see that ain't right. You done got stuck again? (laughs) Oh, hell no. (laughs) Girl, I swear, this girl here. What is wrong with this girl? Why are you just there? You need to learn how to jump, boo. <laughs> what is gonna happen when I'm not here? <laughs> Why you didn't jump? So, so she goes over. So she, now she's climbed back over the fence. She walks up to the, the deer at the second fence and she's and now she's trying to 
free it Mm -hmm. a second time. And she ends up climbing over that fence. And when she jumps down, it startles the deer. You can hear the deer like make a deer noise. And when the deer like jumps to get away from her jumping, it frees itself. And Mm -hmm. this is her yelling after it. She's yelling at the adult deer. She's <laughs> yelling at the adult deer. Well, anyways, so that's the video. Go look at it on my Instagram if you haven't seen it. Jeff Dollar on Instagram. But people commented that she was selfish or or it was crappy that she bothered to film that. And I'm like, come on. Like, first of all, like you wouldn't have done that too. Like we all are, you know, videotaping a harrowing rescue. And that's something that if you don't get it on video, like no one, if had she not gotten that, like filmed that, recorded that, no one would have believed her. That it got stuck twice. Like she probably could have gotten away with saying like, oh, I was out for a hike and the this deer got stuck and I had to, to bend the bar to free it. Mm-hmm. Once you would go, wow, that's a crazy story. That poor deer. But then to say the same deer ran and got stuck again in the other part of the fence. Like, you're like, no, it didn't. You're like, okay, now she's just telling stories again. Do you have any um, any stories in your life that are real, but that nobody believes you? Yes. I have a story from my, that it, it, it's not a summer camp, but when I was growing up, we had a place on Lake Ontario in upstate New York. And um, it was a community of cam- campers, like mobile homes, RVs or mm-hmm. whatever, but it was like everybody, they were all permanent, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was a rental section where you could pull in and rent for the weekend, but 90% of the people there, it was like a summer home community. Mm-hmm. And so we call it was where it, and it was just called camp. That's what we all called it. Yeah. And there was one night when I was probably four, 13 or 14 years oh old. Oh my gosh, I know what you're going to say. Are you allowed to tell this story on this show? Yeah. And I, <laughs> on the same night, made out with two cousins, two different girls named Heidi and Wendy. <laughs> So, and it was like one of my first times ever making out with girls. And I don't even bother telling that story because it sounds like a, a plot of a crappy adult film. You know and what I mean? And you're like, yeah, everyone's like, yeah, sure you sure. did. Oh, oh, and they were cousins. You can't even tell your friends oh, after that. Right. Because your friends are like, no, you didn't, dude. Right. Like, no, you didn't. And everything about it is, oh, it happened at the lake. Oh, okay. Oh, so none of us were around? Okay. Oh, they were cousins. Oh, okay. Oh, (laughs) Heidi and Wendy. Okay. But it's a true story, and I just never bother to tell it because it will never be believed. (laughs) I don't think I have one. I'm sure you do. I'm sure I do, but I don't know what it... Maybe you've just blocked it out. Like, it would have... it's. It has to be something like really awesome that happens to you or really um, like what's the word for mine? Like stereotypical, like right. so, so on point of a cheesy movie mm-hmm. that you can't even tell it because, you know. Yeah, I don't know that I have one. Um, we have a phone number. It's 800 434 
800-434-5454. And it's 24-7 voicemail. So you could leave your story there. Mm-hmm. We could play them on tomorrow's show or, or, or the next day. And it doesn't, let me just preface it. Like, we're not asking for sexual stories. I just feel like we should say that. But like, if you got to take a private plane to like, you know, I don't know, a Versace yacht or something crazy on a, like, I want to hear the stories that no one believes, but yeah, they don't have to be like dirty or they could just be like, you know. One time I won the lottery twice in a month. Yes, or, that would be a perfect one. Or yeah. or I was one digit off the gazillion dollar Powerball. Right. And, and nobody believes me because. Or my lottery ticket expired and I was supposed to win $10,000. Yes, but I couldn't because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't claim it. it. Right. So uh, anything like that, call us with your unbelievable stories. It happened to you. Um, you know, it happened, but no one believes you or no one will believe you. So you just normally keep it to yourself. Our phone number is 800-434-5454. And also, do you want to give a little PSA about messages like length? Oh yeah. Don't leave really, really long messages. It'll The machine cuts you off at like two Three, minutes. Yeah. So d- don't just, just leave the, leave the gist of the story. And, uh, and then we'll, if we play it and we want more, we'll ask you in the episode to call us back. Yeah. So, uh, there is so much confusion around CBD nowadays and you can't turn your head in any direction without hearing about it. So our friends our new friends here at the upside with hemp fusion, want to clear that up. And, uh, these guys know what they're talking about. Um, hemp fusion CBD as part of your daily routine has a ton of benefits and, uh, I'm a big fan of CBD. I've used it for anxiety. Uh, I've given it to my dog for the same reason. Um, you can also put creams on sore muscles. And there's a million uses for it. But the guys at Hemp Fusion have taken CBD and blended it with other items that make it even more beneficial. So if you're one of those people who has seen CBD all over the TV, seen CBD all over the, the internet, and you don't really know what it is, I encourage you to go to Hemp fusion.com and look into their proprietary blend of CBD that uh, has a ton of benefits. If you use the word upside, when you check out, you get 20% off your order. And of course, we want to thank Hempfusion for being our newest partner here at The Upside. So we have had a common theme in the past couple of weeks. And when I say theme, I mean more than once this has come up. And we thought it was worth addressing because I totally get this. I feel like it is valid. I feel like probably a lot of people feel this way and I feel like it's worth our time discussing. So, um, we got an email that says, hi, Kelly and Jeff love the podcast. Love hearing you guys talk so honestly about stuff. As I left work on Friday, I was frustrated about a few things that happened right at the end of the day. I saw some upsides, but I also thought that it's okay to be frustrated and angry. Those are acceptable emotions. I would like to hear how you guys balance trying to look for the positive while at the same time acknowledging that it's okay to be frustrated or angry. I think it's great to look at many situations from a different perspective, but I also think it can become overwhelming to think you should try to be super positive no matter what. I hope that makes sense. Thanks again. All right. First of all, nobody likes a super positive 24 seven person. Like I'm just going to say, tell it like it is. Those people who are always like, yay, and never, ever acknowledge the, the, the real 
right? That they're sad or that, yeah, no. Or that they're scared or that they're worried or that they're whatever. Um, don't trust them. They probably, they probably are the leader of a cult. Yes. So keep your eye on those people. Don't be one of those people. And that's kind of the opposite of what we are preaching when we talk about finding the upside. Yeah. So, okay. There's a couple things I have to say. And again, this is something that we've gotten more than once. And here's how I see it. The upside, looking for the upside doesn't it's not a magic wand that just automatically makes you feel better and perfect all the time. In my opinion, it is a habit. So you can see that even though things are not great right now, there are things that aren't terrible also. So to me, it's like balancing out the dark hole that is nothing is good. Everything is terrible. Nothing will get better thing because that is a really dangerous headspace to be in where you literally can see no light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I think it's inauthentic to say that no one gets mad or angry. I know I definitely do. Um, and I think absolutely. Yes. Be angry. Jeff and I are both people that are, we say this when we fight, actually, Jeff is really good about this and I'm getting better. I'm allowed to feel whatever. Right. Like we say that a lot, like, Hey, I'm allowed to be annoyed about this. The, um, it came up for, for me because we have a friend and, and I can't imagine this heartbreak, but she has to leave the hospital without her baby. Her baby's got to stay in NICU for another mm -hmm. week or two. So she just had a baby. And, uh, and, and so when I was texting with her to see how she was doing, she almost like put a disclaimer in her text message where she said to me, I know there's a lot of upsides, but I'm really, really heartbroken. And I was like, that's okay. Like, yes, yes, you, as long, you can acknowledge the fact that you live close to the hospital, you know, so you can go back and visit every, you know, six hours or whatever the rule is about how long, how, how often you visit a mm -hmm. baby who's in NICU and uh, that you've got, you know, a hospital with that technology so close and that you exist in these modern times that, you know, this is just an inconvenience and not a dire situation and all right. of that. Right. But that doesn't mean you're not allowed to be the saddest you've ever been leaving the hospital without, and scared without and your, angry yeah, and, and nervous. Yes. Yes. All so, of it. so the, what the upside does is, uh, I think it, for me, it serves as a reminder that it's not all bad mm -hmm. and it gives you a place to go to if you start to head in that direction. Yes. So if you want to come home from work and talk about what an awful day it was and just be upset and be blah, it's a terrible day and hate my job and I hate my coworkers. That's fine. As long as in the back of your head, you know that you can go to, well, you know what? At least I have a job. And right. eight of my coworkers are bad, but two of them are not that bad. You know, so I think that's kind of the upside philosophy, but please don't ever think that we live this shiny, happy rainbow life where everything's wonderful no. all the time. No. And we will never preach that. No. Ever. Like that's not. It's not real. It's not authentic. It's not true life. It's not how things are. And to be honest, like feeling emotions and admitting how you feel, even when you're not proud of those emotions is a really 
grown up, mature, helpful thing to do. Um, it's just, and to be honest, I mean, when we were talking about Jeff's departure from his radio station, there was a lot like, okay, so we knew what the upside of getting fired was, but the relationship that dissolved in the process, Jeff couldn't find an upside for a while. And I think there are some things where, you know, if you had asked me when we, um, went through our miscarriage in, uh, January, what the upside was, I would have told you there isn't one. I would have said it then because I was so sad. I was so upset. I didn't, I wasn't looking for a positive to that experience. And I shouldn't have been like, I needed to grieve that. And I needed to be in that headspace for a while. But six months later, I realized what my upside in that really hard situation was. And there were a lot of lessons that came out of that. So I don't even think you have to know what the upside is in the moment. And the upside shouldn't discount the negative feelings. Like in talking about the, the miscarriage, I believe that part of the reason it happened to us when it happened to us was because we have a platform to be candid about it and make other people feel less alone about mm -hmm. it. So I think that's part of the upside but it doesn't take away the sadness that we felt like in August. Absolutely Because we, we were gonna have a kid at the end of July. We were supposed to have a kid at the end yeah. of July, beginning of August. We were still sad around those times. You know, I think Callie uh, had a, a, a baby shower scheduled, not hers, but <laughs> had to go to a baby shower like the week before or the week after her due date would have been. Yeah. And that was very sad for her and she was allowed to feel that way. Yeah. I didn't go sit in my, I went and sat in my car and I cried it out and I wasn't thinking I really need to see the upside in this experience. I was just sitting just in my sad, car crying. Yeah. So just sad. Yeah. So we're not canceling out your emotions. Uh, all right. I, I have a, um, before we wrap up the show today, we have two things left to discuss. The first it, they're both questions from me to you, Callie. Okay. Um, one of them is personal. One of them is professional. Which one would you like first? I would like the personal. All right. I, what is your thought on reporting back to the neighbors the results of my pup date experiments? Your, your official testing Yes, because they're still out of town, which is which is great. But at some point after they return, my monitoring of the home will have concluded and I will have concrete facts. Like right now, it looks like the dogs only bark when somebody is in our drive, like approaching our house, right. a UPS guy, an Amazon delivery driver or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh and any barking that they were doing at the neighbors, I think I have ended that just by keeping the bedroom door shut, which is the right. window that looks at, toward the neighbor's house. So in your opinion, do we just never bring it up again and the dogs- Never bring it up again. Really? Okay. Yeah, because there's no need to. It's just another forced awkward interaction. They told us what the issue is. We have like researched it, dealt with it, whatever. We're mindful of it. And if there's another issue or they want to know what we've implemented, which seems kind of weird, like I wouldn't care, but um, then you can tell them that you 
conducted science experiments. <laughs> <laughs> that I've done an immense amount of research to piece this together. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, all right. And so I was kind of leaning that way. Like that's kind of what I wanted to do, but I didn't want the data to be wasted. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I didn't want to just, you know, do my research paper and then file it away. Like yeah. I wanted it to be published. Yep. I know. So, I, I'm sorry. That's going to probably drive you a little bit nuts, but you have told me your findings and you've told everyone that listens your findings. So consider that a published paper and we can move on. All right. The professional question I have to ask you involves six seconds of podcast audio from over <laughs> yeah. a month ago. Okay? okay. It involves this. I have to go eat some cat poop. Okay. Bye. That is a woman saying, I have to go eat some cat poop. Okay. Bye. And she's pretending to be a dog because it was- A tiny little purse dog, like a little Yorkie or something. I don't even know why we solicited I people know, acting like dogs, but exactly, we did. I know exactly where it came from. When we got our 800 number, mm -hmm. the first night I activated it, I just wanted to get some phone calls to see if it worked. Oh, that's right. Okay. So I, I posted a picture of this tiny little dog and I said, hey, call this phone number and leave a message in the voice that you think this dog would have. <laughs> <laughs> and we played some of them on the air, and and this was one of them. I have to go eat some cat poop. Okay, bye. And it was a longer message, but that was the last six seconds of it. Yeah. Okay? So for a couple of weeks, I ended the show. If you, if you don't listen to the entire show, after Callie and I say goodbye, I always play three to five random voicemail mm -hmm. messages at the end of the show. That was the very last one for two or three weeks. Just because it was funny. Right. Well, apparently in the Facebook group, in the Upside Facebook group, there were people who hated that. They detested it. They wanted it to go away. It drove them nuts. It drove them insane. They couldn't understand what she was saying. They didn't think it was funny. They wanted it gone. I mean, it was like. Which is funny for two reasons. The first is that if you know Jeff really well and his sense of humor, you will know that as soon as you tell Jeff something is annoying, he's going to do it 85 more times <laughs> just to push your buttons and get a laugh out of you and see how far he can push you. Um, he does that with me all the time. So um, that might have been a backfire situation. And number two, Jeff was this really drove him nuts. And why did it drive you nuts? Well, what I thought what was funny was. The fact, and I've, and and it doesn't drive me nuts anymore because somebody explained it to me. But it's the last six seconds of the show, <laughs> so just stop listening. But what happens is it's so quick it caught people off guard. Got like it. Like all of a sudden there it was. Got it. So not because there were complaints or anything, but just because it had kind of run its course. Uh huh. I just stopped putting it at the end of the voicemails. Like I think I forgot one day. And then the next day I was editing the show from a different computer and I didn't have that file on that computer. Yeah. So it just went away two days in a row. And then I'm like, oh, maybe that's a sign. I guess it's done. And I thought that the world would rejoice. <laughs> but we started getting message after message after message. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Katera from Ackworth. Love the podcast and the influence it's had on my daily life on um, practicing gratitude every day. And thank you guys for always being so real and open about your lives and things that happen. 
Um, but I do have one complaint. I'm super, super sad that for the past three episodes, you have not played the little Yorkie saying that she's going to go eat cat poop at the end of the episode. Because to be quite honest, I literally live for that every episode to hear that at the end of it. It just makes me laugh, and I love it every single day. So I would love to hear it played again, and I would love to be that Yorkie's friend, to be honest. But hope you guys have a great one. Thanks. Bye. Hi, guys. I heard the last message, that voicemail, and that made me so sad because I really like that cat poop voicemail. It makes me laugh every single time, and I say it along with it. I'm going to go eat some cat poop. Bye. I was thinking, man, I will be so happy if I never hear another little dog saying he's going to go eat cat poop. Bye-bye. And now here we are, just a couple days without it, and I don't know when the show's over. You win, y'all. You win. Bye-bye. <laughs> so now I'm at a crossroads. What do we do? And I can't believe this is actually a, de- a, de- a programming debate for the upside with Callie and Jeff. I think you keep it because now that people know when the last five seconds of the episode comes on, then they can just like skip it. Um, or now that they're a part of the joke and Man. everybody knows, then it becomes like weaponized hamsters part two. And by the way, do we even do we know who did that voice? Like, do we know? I feel like. We like, should say thank you to her or something like that. Like, I wonder if she listens to the show. I could probably go back and find the actual voicemail. And depending on where some of the voicemails, when I get them, come up with a phone number. Yeah. Some just say like AT&T Wireless, George GA, or, you Got know, it. like Verizon FL. So if it, but maybe... 20% of them have a phone number attached. Mm-hmm. So we could call her and ask her if she still wants that claim to fame. That's funny. But in the meantime, what do I do? Do well, I you like you like it and it brings you joy. So I said, well, it, it. it was just a thing, but then it became a thing. Why don't you take an Instagram poll? And while we need should we do an Instagram poll or should we have have it in the Facebook group? Because that's where the debate started. Um, I think you just surprise people. Okay. If you're not a part of the <laughs> Facebook group and you want and your and your voice needs to be heard, I know there's all sorts of stuff going on, like politically and the Ukraine and impeachment and and elections are starting and campaigns and debates and and all this stuff. But here's the issues that really matter. Does the show end with this? I have to go eat some cat poop. Okay. Bye. Or not. Those are the hard-hitting issues that we're tackling on The Upside. Bye! Thank you for listening to The Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. I think we mentioned this uh, earlier this week or late last week in one of the episodes, but we are in the process of um, creating one place where all the stuff that we mention on the show will live, like the stuff yes. that we have, like like the hemp fusion and the code that goes with that, or the butcher box, or the vitamins, or the Cali, the stuff Cali reviews, all of that will be in one place. In the meantime, 
you can always find the uh, the stuff by going into the show notes. And we try to put links in there for all the stuff that we did on that day's episode. Yep. And we're, we're going to try to get better about those. Yes, but just are. But just know that's where that stuff lives. And you can also just message us. We're both pretty good about checking messages. Yep. Especially on Instagram. Especially on Instagram. Or post it in the Facebook group and somebody else will know. Yep. That's the best idea you've had yet. Facebook.com slash group slash Kelly and Jeff. This is Heather calling from Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, First of all, I love you guys. I love what you're doing. Um, And your podcast has really made a difference in me finding the positive in everything. Um, I have been binge listening to the episodes to try and get caught up. And my brain started combining episodes. And while I was sleeping last night... I had a dream. It was not about work, which is a good thing, but it was about the upside, which is awesome. But do you care to guess what the soundtrack to my dream was? That's right. Double the upside. So in true upside fashion, the upside of this is that when we are able to double the upside, you will stop playing the jingle. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. This is working. This experiment, this whatever this is, this upside is working. So I haven't listened to the podcast in a couple days because I've been busy. And to be honest, I just got off schedule and I have been a miserable freaking Marty. I'm so miserable that I don't even want to hear my own voice. So this morning I started listening again and I'm trying to get my kids off to school and my post-its have disappeared. And while I've been practicing the affirmation in front of the mirror, I don't feel like it's working. It's been about two to three weeks, I guess. And so I thought, I'm going to use the post-it. So every time I go into my bathroom, I'm seeing what I'm saying to myself. And I'll see it all the time instead of just once in the morning when I look in the mirror and repeat what I'm saying. So I go to look for my post-it notes. And because I'm miserable and I can't find them, I'm like, these freaking kids check my post-its again. And right away, I caught myself and I thought, you know what the upside to this is? That those dirty little sticky fingers are actually in my house and they're able to steal my post-it notes and use them for various different things other than what they're supposed to be used for. So anyways, I just wanted to let you guys know it's working in my little pocket here in Canada. I love you guys. Keep up the good work and I'm going to keep up my good work and I found my post-it notes. (laughs) Bye. Hi, Jeff and Kelly. This is Taylor from Covington. I just wanted to share with you the other day I was running late for work and forgot my coffee. So I stopped at a McDonald's to get a coffee. And McDonald's is not my normal go-to spot, um, but they're just most convenient to my office. Everyone there was so kind, smiling, told me to have a great day. I was just really blown away by the employees at the McDonald's. So I reached out to McDonald's through their website just to tell them what a great experience I had there. Um, And I received something back from the owner thanking me for sharing my feedback and even giving me a free meal at McDonald's. And I know that's not the purpose of this to get anything in return, but um, it just goes to show you people appreciate um, hearing when they're appreciated. Thanks so much. Bye. I have to go eat some cat poop. Okay, bye.